The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey there, it's now Thursday on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Hope you're having a great day. It's Jayla Nye, Andrew Gross away. He'll be back on Monday. But Gord Steinke checking in this afternoon yeah. for his uh, his weekly Thursday drop-by. We just tweeted a picture of us uh, from behind uh, the big old <laughs> desk here. Yeah, get, show off the, your lovely Chad Studios oh, here. Yeah, yeah it's kind of nice. <laughs> uh, it's great to be here. A nice ride in again. Weather's pretty good. It's clouding over a little bit out there. But yeah. it's, you know, tonight's a folk fest. Yeah, it's Starts with the Folk Festival, and uh, the Eskimos playing in Ottawa tonight. Wow. Fringe so, next week. Yeah. This unreal. is crazy, yeah. Busy, busy time. Just a reminder, folks, that it's a short uh, 6.30 Chet afternoon news today because of the uh, football game. The uh, Dinette and Patio Furniture pregame show gets underway at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Kickoff at 5.30 as oh, the 6 nice and and hmm. Yeah, as the 6-0 and uh, Eskimos take on the 1-5-1 and uh, Ottawa Red Blacks. You have to yell red blacks red because blacks. they're in they're in capitals. So <laughs> red blacks <laughs> back here. Go. Yeah. So and Gord's checking in. He's not going to be around for the next couple of weeks. Couple of weeks going off on a little holiday after yeah. uh, I uh, do the five and the six uh, over at Global tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dad and I decided. Dad actually decided. Let's go to Germany and see the and off we go the old stomping grounds for his uh, his parents and cousins and aunts and uncles and everybody else. So I'm pretty excited. Oh, I guess so. It's going to be a fantastic trip. Yeah, I think I upgraded my cell phone. Okay, I, was, I don't want to get an eight thousand dollar <laughs> bill or anything, but. I think I'll just turn it off when I'm over there. But if you need a phone, it's nice to be able to just let it. your service provider know that you're going out. Of, okay, they're so you're very all good kind. To go. Yeah, awesome. so we're good. All so, right. And I'm leaving on on one. Uh, you know, usually in the summertime, there's no news. Like we always have yeah. to. You know, we're usually filling the back end of the show with water skiing, squirrels, or or some interesting feature. But mm-hmm. wow, what is going on here for not uh, today for August? Not today. Thank you, uh, number one, uh, Brad Wall, for giving us some news to talk about today. But a huge, huge thank you this afternoon to Derek Fildebrandt. No kidding. Wow, wow, wow. Can I just say this? When I saw the Edmonton Journal story (laughs) go out last night on Twitter, and I read it and I thought, what in the world are you thinking? What were you thinking? So if you have been under a rock for the better part of mm-hmm. today and you don't know what's going on but Derek Fildebrandt has been renting out his taxpayer subsidized downtown Edmonton com- condo supplied by the province yep. it's not his property on Airbnb yep. of course he is the uh, uh, MLA for Strathmore Brooks who is with the United uh, Conservative Party and also by the way serves as finance critic for the official opposition let's throw one more thing in here Gord Steinke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's also the former Alberta director of the Canadian Tax Taxpayers Federation. Well, he loves money. Mm. He knows how money works. Well, hmm. Apparently didn't know how to not get caught. Uh, the Taxpayers Federation, a not-for-profit that is, quote, dedicated to lower taxes, less waste, and accountable government. And when he was in that position, mm-hmm. he was targeting every politician who... Um, who was getting caught doing what he had been doing, or just got caught doing. Yeah, well, he was well aware, too, of the history of this mm. with Alison Redford and, and you know, just taking advantage and taking abuse of power. But, you know, reading some of his quotes, it sounds like he really, really, truly believed he... He doesn't need to apologize, he says. Well... So it doesn't feel like he did anything wrong. Yeah, and that is... You know, he's doubling down on this one, and I'm not sure he should be doubling down on this one. Well, you know, most of the advice that uh, politicians who get into a, a similar... The scrape, you know, mm-hmm. get told is, you know, just come clean and and just say you're sorry and uh, you know whether you're you're giving the money to 
to, to pay down the provincial debt or whatever yeah. you're doing with it, an apology wouldn't... Uh, well, yeah, that's I guess admitted that yeah, that admitting you made a mistake. But if you and, don't think you did anything wrong, why and, would you apologize? And he says that there's no rules against this. Well, then here's another problem. If there's no rules against this, then there needs to be rules. Well, it's the optics. against this. Whether there are rules or not, it's the optics of the exactly. whole thing. Exactly. Perception of how it looks, and uh, I think it was Dwayne Bratt who had said, you know, it's it's not your property. There's multiple issues here. Um, probably the biggest one is who this is. This isn't just some backbencher. This is the former finance critic of the Wild Rose Party. This is a major player in the new UCP. But more importantly, this is the former Alberta director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, who used to go after the government, particularly the Redford government, for these sorts of entitlements. And there he is with the perception that he's got his hand in the, in the cookie jar. He hasn't handled the disclosure very well. He has come out and said, look, there's nothing against the rules here. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a young guy. I use Twitter. I use Facebook. I use Uber. Of course, I'm going to use Airbnb. Uh, oh, by the way, Brian Jean's campaign is trying to smear me because of the comments I made about Jean two days ago. And, and then finally, okay, you caught me. I made some money. I'm going to donate it back. We're going to pay down the provincial debt that the NDP racked up. Donate it back. Come on already. So if you're wondering about the breakdown on something like this, so um, first off, legislative rules stipulate that MLAs from outside of the capital region can can, can claim up to 23, just over $23,000 a year uh, towards accommodations Living, yep. and utilities. Mm-hmm. Um, for the first three months of this year, Derek Fildebrandt claimed $7,720 in accommodation expenses. That's the max, because if you do the numbers, that's what it works out to. So... $2,573 a month for this downtown apartment. Right. That's that's pretty uh, pricey as isn't well, it, isn't though? it? Yeah. I mean, you th- I'm going to throw this out here, and I know Ryan mentioned this. had underground parking and a place to wash your vehicle. <laughs> Ryan mentioned this this morning as well. Think about the mortgage on your place. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm thinking about the mortgage on that, my place. Yeah, it ain't that, <laughs> it's <not> that <laughs> no. it's that much. It's not that much. No. It's not that much. And so he said in a statement this morning that he'd earned $2,555 over eight months or about $320 a month for Airbnb. But here's the thing. It's not your property to be doing this. That's the whole thing. If you're taking that money and then paying it back down on the, uh, the allowance that you're given, that's one thing. But to turn around and put it in your pocket... And get top dollar for it like that, it just doesn't look good. It does not look good. Plus him at saying all. dissing your boss is 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 uh, publicly is is a, is an odd thing to do as well. I mean, you know, for all of us who have to, you know, answer to a a boss. Mm-hmm. That's just one thing you, you learn early on. It's uh, you, you just don't blame your boss. It just well, doesn't work. I don't he, get this. He turned around, and you'll remember uh, earlier this week when uh, Derek Fillibrand came out and said that he was not going to run for the leadership mm-hmm. of the UCP, and a lot of us thought that he was going to. Certainly his name was out there. A lot of people were talking about it. Yeah. And sometimes you look at this a little bit and wonder about the timing. I know, exactly. You wonder about the First timing. First thing that went through my mind this morning when I was listening to Ryan Jesperson, yeah. that's exactly what uh, I thought, too. So a you little too wonder, convenient. Yeah. Ryan Ryan Jean, who is now running for the leadership of the UCP, was on with Danielle Smith 
at our sister station mm. in Calgary today. Uh, she asked him straight out a few questions and started off with, um, okay, were you involved with yeah. getting this information out there? Good question. Well, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to comment on Derek's housing arrangements. It's really up to him to talk about, but for to suggest I or my team's involved in some way, uh, I think is a little bit uh, beyond uh, appropriate, and certainly it's not the case. I found out about this story uh, last night on on Twitter, actually, uh, I think the same as most Albertans did. Okay, so you say that it's to him to respond to, but look, if you become leader of the United Conservative Party, you've got caucus saying we've got to develop some parameters around this. Is it above board to, to be renting out through Airbnb, your place that you're getting government subsidies for? Well, I, I would certainly not do it. Uh, it's not something that I would consider to be... Um, appropriate for me and i i wouldn't do it but that's between uh derek and the speaker's office it's uh it's between him and the interim leader and i had no idea but it's up to derek to answer questions on this and i would prefer if, if you and other people uh, dealt with him on on this particular story because obviously it is up to him and it's up to his voters and uh, the people that entrusted him with their their voice uh, to decide on the future but you recognize that these things can have a huge impact on the party. I look at the Mike Duffy housing allowance uh, scandal, and I think he ended up getting kicked out of caucus as a result of it, um, so that it was distanced from the, the prime minister's office. Isn't there a, a leadership role here in addressing it? There is, but I'm not the leader anymore. I stepped down two weeks ago so I could run for the leadership of the new United Conservative Party, and that's where I'm focused right now. I'm focused on making sure Albertans know my position on whether it's the economy or the how we can create jobs, how we can eliminate debt, uh, making sure that Albertans get access to justice, education and health care to the appropriate level that they deserve. And that's what I want to focus on right now. If you become leader, what role is Derek Fildebrand going to have? Well, um, that's something that we'll have to decide on the future uh, and in the future. But uh, I always believe that the best thing to do for any caucus uh, is to, and for any individual caucus members to find the best role for them so they can give the best return on investment for Albertans because this is not about Brian Jean or Derek Fildebrand. It's about making sure that Albertans get the best possible opposition party they can and the best possible government. Uh, And I believe that our opposition has been very effective and we've been a government in waiting and I want that opportunity and I'm hoping for that privilege if Albertans give it to me. That's Brian Jean talking this morning with uh, Danielle Smith. Very carefully Um, answering the questions. Yes, and uh, interesting though, um, you know, kind of you know, saying no, had nothing, no, had no nothing to do there. with it. No smear campaign. Uh, but it's certainly not anything that I would do. Right, yeah. Um, and you know, the text coming in this afternoon, and it, and it had me thinking as well, is you have to be wondering if there's, if there's other politicians out mm-hmm. there in this province from all parties who are now doubling down and taking a look at maybe what they're doing. Um, They're all going to be under the microscope now. That's what this well, does. They have been, but but they have been under the microscope, haven't they, since the well, Redford since, days? Since the Ellison Redford days, absolutely. But sometimes you let things slip a bit, and then this comes up, and you just wonder, what's he thinking? And if there's rules in place, and so there are rules in place that you get this, mm-hmm. this much, that sort of stuff, and he said that he checked, and there's nothing wrong with this. Well, then we have another problem, because if there's... No rule in place saying that you can't sublet out a, a taxpayer-funded apartment. There's a bigger issue, and that has to be taken care well, of. Well, yeah, there's a, it's sort of an ethic and a moral issue, too. Maybe there should be rules written down. 
to prevent Absolutely. This. And you know what? And that's what uh, Greg Clark, he's been talking about it today as well, the, uh, the leader of the Alberta Party. He's now saying that he's asked the Speaker of the Legislature to uh, demand that Philibrand supply all of the documents on his uh, housing costs as well. He's calling for a review of MLA expenses. Given that he was, uh, was playing fast and loose with the rules, uh, I'm not sure I trust that the amount of money that he's claiming is in fact accurate. So I do think that the Speaker should uh, should look into that and make sure that he's actually applying um, uh, applying those rules. Uh, and also find if there's, uh, if, if there's a penalty here. I'd like to see his documentation. And that was Greg Clark uh, talking about this as well. And I go, I remember the Redford oh, days. Oh, for sure, I do very well. Yeah, one thing after another after another. And this, this, we heard this word entitlement all this time. This yeah. sense of entitlement, and it's one of the reasons why the PCs were booted during the last election well, yeah, because people were fed up with that. Yeah, and Phil DeBrandt was he was the one pointing his finger. Uh, absolutely. At, you know, so it's it's you know is this a stupid question? Why hasn't that rule already been written? You mm-hmm. think that would have been done decades ago? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, so we trust other, our politicians so well, much. Well, d- we want I think we want to trust our politicians mm-hmm. so much. And then when it builds a little bit and builds a little bit and you, you get your, your hopes up, yeah. and then something kicks you in the gut again to say, mm, maybe we can't. Like, it's like, wait a minute, this has kind of happened before. Uh, absolutely. We forget a short memory. Absolutely. So Jason Kenney, I want to get to his clip today as as well, because he is the other fellow that's running for the uh, the leader of the United Conservative Party. Again, he was on with uh, Danielle uh, this morning down in Calgary, mm-hmm. and he was asked about Phil Brandt's response, which a lot of us, and I'll be honest with you, I think it's I think it's arrogant. I think it's um, just another smack back into the face of Alberta taxpayers. And Jason Kenney never, he doesn't hold punches usually. Well, I gather he's paying back what he got in revenue um, in renting the place out a couple of thousand dollars over the past eight months. And I think that's the right thing to do. Apparently, apparently, uh, Derek says that he checked with the Legislative Assembly office and uh, what he was doing complied with the rules. If that's the case, I suggest the rules need to be changed. All I can tell you is that uh, for the 19 years I uh, fought for Alberta in Ottawa, uh, I uh, never thought of, of renting out my apartment there. So, um, uh, you know, if the, if the ledge needs to review the rules and they should do so. There you go, review the rules, and I suspect that that's what's going to be happening here in the next little while. Uh, lots of texts coming in at 6.30, 6.30 this afternoon. Uh, Gord Steinke joining me in studio. We'll uh, get to some of those texts. We'll take some phone calls uh, right after this. Gordon Steinke. Gordon, where did is oh, your mother here? Yeah, my mother's here. I must have done something wrong. Gord Steinke joining me in studio this afternoon for his uh, regular weekday or Thursday visit. Anyway, we've been talking about yeah, what a news day. This is oh, crazy. Man, you know when we talk about in the in the news business tends to be the dog days of summer. The summer for sure. You tend to be you struggling to to fill time, whether it's a, an hour long newscast or a four yeah. hour radio show. It can be a little tricky. Oh, for sure. At times, but today, wow, boom. Well, well, it started last night with the Edmonton Journal report yeah. about uh, Derek Fildebrandt um, renting out, subletting his taxpayer-funded downtown apartment out on Airbnb. Making and some money thought, on it on the side, yeah. Oh my goodness, this is going to be a fun one this morning. Yeah. Um, so some <laughs> of your texts coming in this afternoon. Uh, yeah, James says, oh, the sound of rattling skeleton bones in closets in the ledge today is deafening. Yeah, boy, but they're all, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, this could uh, easily open up lots of uh, you oh, know, prying eyes. Everyone yeah. double-checking things. Uh, Derek is another entitled politician with his hand in the trough. If the government doesn't 
fix this, then they are all guilty, says Dr. T. Um, uh, Jason Kenney lost my vote with his comments that I just heard. That was uh, mm. Jason Kenney just talking about it. Because he wasn't more just forthcoming and uh, just kind of walking the fence. Yeah. yeah. Someone says here, who would have paid for the damage um, when um, the rental Airbnb place is uh, if it was if it was damaged? Well, that'd be the taxpayers. It's their <laughs> it's their place. <laughs> um, Marfus from Peace River says, you know what? Hey guys, I think. Uh, Philibrand just self-destructed his political career, should have announced his intentions prior to renting out the property you don't own. It is definitely a black eye for the UCP. Someone else says his reputation is now currently a bag of flaming dog poop on the porch. Do we stomp it out <laughs> or do we let it burn? Well, you've got very descriptive uh, uh, listeners here. Let me, very tell, nice. let me tell you something. I'm, 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 I, I'm uh, what do you call it? Um, not censoring as we go by, but yeah. just making it radio friendly gotcha. at times uh, when we go by. This is how radio works. I love yeah. it. <laughs> uh, whoops. He must be happy that everything that Brad Wall resigned today. I mean, at least it's uh, yeah. There's another big story that's happening. There. We've got that a little bit. Yeah, we're going to have that on Global News coming up tonight at five and six, and the ramifications for Saskatchewan. Oh, I talked man. to some friends, and I'm quoting them now. Yes, but with Brad Wall resigning, you know, it was ten years. I mean, he was in there yeah. for quite a while, and they they said at the beginning he was spending money like a drunken sailor, and now he's taking a bunch of criticism and can't take it, so he's getting out. Well, that was yeah. sort of the quote I got. Well, from some because the austerity colleagues. budget that he um, he had to table there in the spring was yeah. cutting a number of things and then ended up implementing a few other things back into place. But They're having but, a rough go of it right now. But consistently high yeah. for the most part throughout in the, his tenure. Yeah, yeah. In, the, in the rankings of uh, you know provincial leaders. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, politics is a... Man... It's I, a tough one, isn't it? It's probably I, you never got into it. Oh, I never man. got into it. I, I, I don't have thick enough talk, skin talk for one thing. Talk about skeletons in the closet. Come on. Hi, Nate. What's on your mind? I'm just curious, like, with all the talk about this, I think more of the problem is, are we over-budgeting for MLA expenses? I have well, no problem. Yeah. Like, I think it actually shows a bit of, and call this crazy, but a bit of like fiscal responsibility. And mm-hmm. that somebody here sees an opportunity, and yes, it's taxpayers' money, so we can split the hairs there. But you have somebody who clearly has a surplus of budget, mm-hmm. that he's being budgeted how much per month? And he doesn't need this space, but mm-hmm. if you don't use it, then it's going to be lost. So maybe we should be looking more at the bigger problem of why so are much? We, yeah, are we budgeting so much? Over twenty five hundred. Airbnb has a huge insurance policy, um, um, well. as does renters' insurance. It wouldn't be the uh, it wouldn't be the province paying. It wouldn't for go it. back. It would be yeah okay. Thanks, Nate. Thanks. I appreciate yeah, your call and agree with you. If you're getting twenty five hundred dollars a month, that's the max out over the year for yeah. your for your accommodations and uh, your utilities. Let's say, um, how many days are you actually spending here? Right. And would you turn around, you know, and 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 use that money at a hotel? Remember when Allison Redford gotten all the crap? Well, she built for, the penthouse. Uh, well, she built the penthouse, but for staying at the Hotel McDonald. Remember that True, one? True. Yeah. Right. Okay. Daryl's on the phone. Hey, Daryl, I have about thirty seconds. Okay, uh, I'm just bringing up the point with uh, you and Gord both being uh, honorary colonels. Oh. Uh, you're told what your uh, expenses are allowable. Right, exactly. And uh, also the fact of he's a public figure and his personal safety could be a jeopardy. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the whole point where somebody could be setting him up type thing too, right? I, I'm sorry, uh, his, I, I'm sorry, his personal safety no, could be in jeopardy? Somebody would have the ability, knowing it's his property, uh, would be able to set him up somehow, right? 
Oh, if they wanted to do him harm or something like that, they'd know where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd know they'd know exactly where he lived. Well, he used yep. his picture right on the Airbnb thing. On That's actually a, good a couple point, of you know, them, he did actually. use his picture and his name on there, not yeah. his last name. I bet but the security yeah. staff wouldn't be too thrilled with that. Good point, yeah. Daryl. Yeah. Thanks for that. Anyways, keep up, keep up the good work. Yeah, take it easy Thanks. now. Thank you for that. Uh, interesting. We'll, we'll continue the conversation here throughout the afternoon. Again, it's a short show, uh, short afternoon news uh, today because of the football game, and we're already out of time, Gord. Okay, that went quick again. <laughs> but thank you for this, and I just want to say um, tonight on global full coverage full of this coverage as well. coming up yep we'll start at five and uh, six o'clock we've got uh, lots of details lots of reaction about all this it's coming in fast and furious so reporters are covering it like a blanket and uh, same as your ched newsroom awesome all right and have a wonderful trip to germany with your fo- with your dad awesome can't all right. wait we'll see you in a couple of weeks yep see you when we get back thanks Jalen. the 6 30 ched afternoon news with Jalen nye and andrew gross weekdays at two on 6 30 ched